Well, it's been a week since we've done this. It's been a couple of days since we've been on Twitch. I've been doing a couple of sneaky streams over the past few days, checking out it. I did see yeah. you actually went ahead with that uh, Pathfinder thing. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Um, I don't think literally it- anybody watched. <laughs> Amazing. Love it. Love a, love a lonely Twitch stream. The VOD um, is still there, though. It should be active for about two weeks. <laughs> oh, there you go. If, if you're listening to this, you know, in on Saturday as a podcast, go check out the VOD. We might um, even be like pre... Like, this might be before the cut-in for the pod. This might be purely for people watching on Twitch right now. <laughs> Who knows? If Depen- I intro now, Depending on where the conversation flows and where we decide to enter depends on how early <laughs> or late I, I cut and start the actual podcast. <laughs> um, I would, what I wanted to ask, is that like super... Because we're not talking about that in this episode, so... Hey, no, I'm not. No. Um, is that like a lot like uh, fucking shit? What's the game called? Divinity Original Divinity Sin. Divinity Original Sin. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm I don't think. know. I haven't played Divinity Original Sin, but it is a Helpful. lot like yeah. Pathfinder. Like it is basically yeah, a computerized yeah. version of Pathfinder right down to the dice rolls and even sections where nothing is ha- happening graphically. You're just reading um, a well-stylized book with illustrations and then choosing what you do for like a couple bits and then it, to get you through, like, an exciting section sort of thing, if that makes sense. They didn't have the, the ability to uh, render the really exciting well, stuff. Well, no, just, just it wouldn't it work page, in, or? like, a, in, in the sort of party-based control. It wouldn't, yeah, fair it, enough. it wouldn't work in, like, the minute stuff that you're doing. It's more like a what would you do in this situation sort of thing. Do you cover your mouth or douse yourself in water to stop yourself getting burned? Yeah. Like, you can't really do that on, a, on like, you know, that sort of... Did you yeah, ever play um, Knights of Pen and Paper? No. Uh, that was a really cool, like, D&D-esque game where you're literally sitting at a table uh, in the game. It's like all pixel art. You're sitting at the table. <gasps> yeah, I remember you talking about this. Yeah, yeah. The world around you adapts, and you're, you're always just sitting there. If there's enemies, it's like behind the DM guy who's sort of facing you and your party's all looking at him dressed up in, you know, whatever class they are and stuff like that. Yeah. That's a really fun way to do it, like a, you know, Pen and Paper-esque game. No, that, that, in, that is a cool Video way. game. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Heroes Tavern where we drink beer and talk about video games. As always, I am Callum and we're joined here by Josh. Hello. And special guest this week, we're joined by the amazing Twitch streamer, Pixel Sean. <laughs> hype you Way up, to mate. oversell, mate. Way to oversell. Mate, I'm all about the hype. Just hype it the way up as we can and <laughs> see what happens. They'll come visit me and be immensely disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they're already here, they're disappointed to start with, so it can only go off. I don't honest. know. I don't know about that. Like, this is one of the first times where we're, we're in the preamble, we actually talk about video games. Like, it actually well, applies to the intro for once. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, it's about, like, just anything from, like, taxes and house- buying houses to, like, I don't know, <laughs> fucking... Movies Getting engaged. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we'll bring it back around. Congrats, by the way. I did a thing the on the weekend. Thank you. <laughs> Went out to the rain room, got a nice photo. That was that's that photo. Yeah, that, fo- I can't, that, like, that photo is one of the best things I've ever seen. It's really good. Oh, it's it's <laughs> beautiful. Awesome. I love if it. I did you get someone to take it for you or did you set yeah, a yeah, time so, up yourself? Yeah. Um, so we, we, I booked out the rain room, so it's 12 people. I'm like, well, I've got the tickets. Let's see who wants to come along and just sort of reached out to a bunch of you know, my friends, her friends, tried to see how many mm. people we could get to come along. Um, so in the end, we had probably a group of nine of us there. Maybe three people nice. there knew what was going to happen. And the other, the rest of them were all sort of in the dark. But yeah, no, it's just like, hey, let's take a cute photo of like kissing in the rain room and give the phone off and then do the whole get on one knee bit. You're like, wait, I can do better. 
<laughs> one up everyone here. <laughs> so who knows that the, I had nah. to um like the the website's like oh you know you can only bring cameras into the rain room or that like your phone to take photos and I'm like I better email about this about this just in case they're worried I like yeah. drop a ring and like gum up the whole thing. And yeah. um, the people behind it seemed pretty pretty pumped about the idea of having someone propose in here, I think. Yeah, that's awesome. It came out really well. Yeah, yeah. Like, we've already had amazing. that photo printed up and, like, in a frame and everything. So Yeah, it looks awesome. It looks fantastic. Josh is struggling, obviously. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I can't... <laughs> I'm trying to ramble on as much Come as possible. Come on, Josh. Here. <laughs> We're <laughs> filling in time, mate. Now, let's see if this works. How long can we vamp for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what the problem is. Hang on. I know. I know what I did wrong. I need, ah, okay. I was telling it to bring in a media source, not an image. And as far as uh, Stream Deck, there we go. Look at that. Beautiful, beautiful thing. Look at him go. I don't know if it's happening. Oh, nice. There it is. Oh, nice. wow. That is that is stream quality right there. Just <laughs> blip. <laughs> yeah, that, that, is, that is a photo. I, I like yeah, it. It's a good looking photo. And <laughs> yeah, it's good shit. There we that go. looks great. I, no, I'm looks very fantastic. happy with the whole situation. Yeah. Um, the one thing is I did have to get the ring resized because it was ever so slightly too small, apparently. Too small? So, Increasing a ring it. size would be hard. Eh, not too much. They cut it, they put some extra metal in there, and then that's it. Yeah. It's pretty pretty simple. Basically, just the reverse of what they do to shrink it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. Whatever else. Anyone else have anything interesting happen this week? I've got one more to go on if, if no one else has got anything interesting. Oh, fucking. Has anyone got anything to talk I, about? No? Okay, I'll I've go again. I had a big week. I had a big week. I'll tell you what. I uh, achieved my goal of getting under 110 kilos for the first time in like hey, three years. Nice. Maybe. So, congrats again. Well done. Yeah. There you go. This is, oh, I'm, I'm done uh, talking myself up. How are you doing? <laughs> Dude, yeah, I need to. I remember back before I cracked 80 kilos. I'm like low 90s now i want to get back down into the 70s that sort of but i'm not doing any actively any doing anything about it it's like <laughs> if i just yeah. want it that, that's that's how, that's how the secret works yeah i put that out there into the universe and it gives it back by yeah, you put it into it the world and the world gives you what you want <laughs> if i want it hard enough it'll get there exactly <laughs> um i mean sean here's think you know trying to put on weight aren't you mate you're still trying to bulk or still hitting the gym hard yeah, I'm always yeah. trying to get as big as possible. That's my <laughs> goal. <laughs> I've got one of those body body types where I struggle to to put on any kind of weight. So as soon as I get back from gym, I'm having about a one one and a half thousand calorie shake just to maintain my weight, as well as other meals and all that sort of stuff. So I just I've got the opposite problem. I just can't seem to keep weight on. Oh, that like, you know, so, we all yeah, have it. I have ways, zero I sympathy for you. <laughs> I, I know, I know everyone's like, "Oh, what a problem to have!" But trust me, oh man, <laughs> it's a how problem. hard is it to put on weight these days? Like, God, <laughs> <laughs> just and, eat more food, <laughs> pizza, real good. Um, anywho, shall we crack? If on I've to some anything, news? It's, it's just a lot of beer. Just keep down in the beers, and you'll get there, mate. Don't yep, worry. Yep, that beer belly. Um, anyway, yep. like you said, should we do some news? Let's let's do yep. news. Um. First up this week, in its recent earnings call, um, Activision Blizzard have basically said that both uh, Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 will not be out this year. They were never announced to be this year, so this isn't like a delay or anything. People were just sort of assuming that that's what would be coming, considering Mm -hmm. we haven't really heard much in the way of development or anything else on 
Blizzard Pretty much slate. just like how we assume that Metroid Prime 4 and Bayonetta 3 are coming out this year because we haven't heard the opposite and Nintendo have nothing to give us, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, from Nintendo, I'm expecting um, a couple of, like, secrets like, hey, here's this game, it'll be out in a month. Like, sort of what yeah, they did well, with, with Hyrule Warriors. It's not Warriors. on here, but there yeah. is a rumour going around at the moment that there's going to be a full ground-up remake of... Um, Ocarina of Time coming out this year. Oh, okay. Oh, like, really? like in in the same engine as Breath of the Wild? Uh, I'm not too sure. Like, it's a rumour. There's not a lot of details out at the moment. But um, I believe, yeah, I think it must be in that engine or something. But it's basically just yeah. like a, a cover photo. People are posting up and saying, hey, this is happening. So it would make sense because li- this year is, what, the 25th anniversary for Zelda or something like that? Yeah, some yeah, some kind is. of milestone. Uh, okay. Yeah. They'll do one like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Or like so that a would make sense pack, if that's like what they do with Mario. Oh, yeah. If they do, people are people are dying for like an all-star pack of um, Zelda, where it's yeah. Ocarina. Majora's? I think they want Majora's Mask. Yeah, they and want Majora's Wind Waker. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that, it, that, but it, yeah, might, that. it might even actually be Ocarina, Wind Waker, Twilight. I think that people are asking for. Yeah. Man, so imagine that plus a themed Switch. Oh. That would just oh, oh, yeah. sell like crazy. That, yeah, hotcakes. Like if they did that. <laughs> Um, with the release of like a, a you know a Switch Pro, like this thing that's been oh, rumored for ages yeah. that they're supposedly working on. But if they did like a Legend of Zelda themed Switch Pro as a mm. way of like pushing it, considering how they did Breath of the Wild the launch, to push yeah. the launch the original Switch, like I'd be all in huge. on that. <laughs> That'd be huge. I'd, I'd buy it. Yeah, I, right. I currently don't have a Switch at the moment, but I'm just waiting for an excuse, and that oh, would mate, be it. It's the most time to Switch. <laughs> get, get on that bad. Oh. Boy. That that <laughs> Monster Hunter Pro Controller. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have to buy one. <laughs> that thing looks great. Like, I'm not even a huge Monster Hunter fan, but it's like it's just subtle enough, but also like detailed oh, enough to look really mm. good. Yeah. Yep. It probably I'd probably barely use the damn thing and go like into a case behind me or something, but it's it is <laughs> nice. It's like one of my favorite ever custom, not custom. Custom switch, uh, custom controller, is that the right word? Uh, well, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it's, you know it's not I mean. custom like, in the sense that Promotional controllers, yeah, promotional. All garbage. Yeah, promotional. never been a good promotional controller. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but so we'll see what comes of this, um, whether Diablo, wh- whether we get anything at BlizzCon about dates or, or anything. Mm. There's rumors of like a... Um, uh, honest, a f- I forgot Overwatch 2 was going to be a thing. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Like... From memory, Overwatch one point five over here. Am I right, boys? Ooh. Yeah. Well, well. From memory, Overwatch <laughs> two. Games. It's going to be like an upgrade to the multiplayer. If you have Overwatch one, you can still play Overwatch two multiplayer. But Overwatch two is also going to have a single player campaign and a lot of PVE stuff. Um. Mm. So, but it's like, why bother? Just like make this single player campaign a DLC purchase for Overwatch one and. Don't like yeah. try to fragment. Like, just build yeah. up Overwatch One as the platform <clears throat> rather than yeah. doing a fucking. It would, it would be the destiny. smarter idea, you'd think. But yeah, yeah. but money. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, there is also rumors of uh, a free-to-play mobile version of WoW. That's interesting. Yeah, that's um, supposedly been floating around, as well as a um, a Diablo Two remake. Um, considering I think the I think Activision recently acquired the studio who made the Tony Hawk remi- remakes that came out last year. And yeah, that's true. Um, they are rumoured to be working on this Diablo 2 
remake. So I, I've said it before. The only thing that's ever stopped me becoming horrendously stuck on WoW for my entire life is the fact that it's a subscription-based model and I don't <laughs> abide by that. Exactly. Telling me there's going to be a free-to-play version of it, even if it is on my phone, could get messy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 so happy and thankful that it's a subscription base. That's put me <laughs> off because <laughs> if, if it wasn't, I, I would just lose every spare minute of the day. Like I would. Yeah. It's one of those games where I just lose myself to, and you you'll never see me again. <laughs> I want I want them to up the subscription price just so all of our friends who play it can be like, stop. oh, that's too much, and they can stop playing it so we can play other things. Like, come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we have to fight nice. to get Nick for these Thursday recordings because they um. <laughs> It clashes with his raid. Mate, uh, I, can right always, I can always get Nick off WoW. All you have to go is Tarkov, bit of, bit of Tarkov. <laughs> and he's always down for some Tarkov. Yeah. Um, Mate, are you, are, Sean, are you on Tarkov yet? It's it's the new the new game we're pushing on everyone. I haven't played. It, it is on my list to play. Yeah. And I've I've had a few friends who keep saying you need to bloody get it. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll get on to it. I'll get you. That'll get you. Um, okay, let's crack on to the next story, which is probably like the biggest one from the week. Um, in a tweet that went out on Tuesday, CD Projekt Red announced that they had been targeted by a cyber attack. They say that to the best of their knowledge, the, the compromised system, um, Compromised systems did not have any personal data of their users. So, like, if you if you use um, uh, GOG or play any of their games like there's no user-based stuff that's supposedly been leaked but like all the source code for their games including an unreleased version of witcher 3 um cyberpunk gwent like that's all being attained by these these hackers essentially and they're threatening to um to like release every release it and apparently they have specifically said in the notes is that they're threatening to send shit to journalists which (laughs) Is it, honestly, it has some ramifications of like, did they know the state of Cyberpunk before they put it out? To the yeah. fact that you know this well, could. I've got end the note here lawsuits. from from the tweet. So this is the the um, what would you call it? the hostage note. The these are our demands. The ransom that, note yeah. is the word. Ransom mm. note. That's yeah. the word. So it says, "You have been ep- epically pwned. We have dumped <laughs> full copies of the source codes from your." Pr- Perforce server for Cyberpunk 2077, Witcher 3, Gwent, and the unreleased version of Witcher 3. We have also dumped all of your documents relating to accounting, administration, legal, HR, investor relations, and more. Also, we have encrypted all of your servers, but we understand that you can most likely recover them from a backup. If um, we will not come to an agreement, then your source codes will be sold or leaked online and your documents will be sent to our contacts in gaming journalism. Your public image will go down the shitter even more and people will see how shitty your company functions. Investors will lose trust in your company and the stock will dive even lower. You have 48 hours to contact us. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and, and the other, one other thing I wanted to point out quickly in your um, comment about their response is that CD Projekt Red specifically state users. Uh, and apparently there's been yes. some emails going around to ex-employees about, you know, potential for data leakage of, you know, about them, which they, could be a lot worse. So um, hmm. they put an update on the tweet, um, mm-hmm. like CD Projekt replied to the tweet itself, basically saying to our ex-employees, as of this moment, we do not possess evidence that any of your personal data was accessed. However, we still recommend caution, i.e. enabling fraud alerts. If you have questions, please write to our privacy policy team, DPO at CDProjectRed.com. So yep. 
they don't think that previous employees, current employees might be a different story. (laughs) Like if they got into the HR people's stuff, then you're getting, you know, employees details. Yeah. Yeah. That's what my concern was as well is that, yes, they have the source code and all that stuff and they can, you know, they might, as you guys said before, they might be able to, um, I guess, point out that Project Red knew how bad the game was. But there are also rumors of employees themselves being heavily mistreated. So I think yeah. that is also a concern mm. for the uh, for the company's reputation. If that gets released, that the company was aware of mistreatment for their own staff and they did nothing for it, mm. that is going to be a massive blow to the company's reputation, even more so than what the release did of the game. Yeah, it's um all a bit of a cock up, and like no matter what you think about um the release of Cyberpunk and the state of it. Like, this sort of shit just is not on. Like, it's not, like, no one should have to go through that. Like, you have all these, like, poor poor employees who essentially, like, all their hard work is just now out there. Like, people might be able to, like, dive through the code and be able to pinpoint specific issues and, like, be able to trace it back to the specific employees who wrote that line of code that's causing the bug that they hate. And it's, like, like, not... There, there's oh, so much that could shit. potentially come out of this that will mm. be very bad for CD Projekt Red's image more yeah. than anything else. Yeah, um, you know they've got a perfect public image as it is. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it, exactly. It's, it's not like they're doing great to start with, but like it could get worse. Yeah. Um. Alrighty, let's let's move on to the next one then because it's it's all shite. Um. And I've copied the wrong one across. Uh. WB Games have finally been granted a patent for the Nemesis system used in the Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor games. Um, this is that this is that system that uh, basically, you know, tracks the the big bosses of like all the enemy um, orc and um, whatnot camps and like will promote them as you eliminate the higher ups and and all that sort of fancy stuff that sort of made these games unique apart from you know mm-hmm. the lord of the rings setting um so yeah they've been trying to get a patent on this since forever basically and they finally had it granted and I don't agree with granting patents for gameplay mechanics. It's just, I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. I think it's all it's going to do is just hinder the industry as a whole. I uh, think it's, it's uh, super interesting um, because it is, it is something that, yeah, they would have put a fucking ton of work into. There would have been so much like time and effort developing this particular system for this game. And we mm. saw a lawsuit earlier on, you know, what, a couple of years ago now from Epic and uh, Pub when they started putting out Fortnite and you basically using the engine that they had developed together to create their own game and supersede PUBG. And, you know, that failed. Yeah. But that was sort of in the same vein of, like, can you, can you own this particular thing, essentially? Yeah. Which I guess... Well, this is this is this different. Is this is it. the this courts is them being, doing that. Yeah, this is the courts being. Yes, you can you can own the idea of this this yep. progressive nemesis system. Um, mm. If anybody out there wants to make a game that involves a mechanic that that ticks all the boxes of this patent, they either can't or they need to pay WB Games to license the patent. And it's like, mm. I don't know. Like you'll be able to 
look at the patent, realize what boxes need to be ticked for it to be conflict and make the mechanic just different, different enough to not trigger it. But then like the legal gray area getting into there, whilst technically you might be in the clear, having like the legal power to be able to back you up, like that's yeah. going to take money. So it's just going to make it harder for smaller people potentially yeah, exactly. to develop this system. Hmm. It's it's interesting. Like patents are so bullshit to start with. Like, do you remember the, that time when Samsung was sued by Apple because they had rounded corners on their apps, and that was a patent <laughs> yeah. that literally they got sued and had to pay out Apple for. Yeah. Um. It, it's yeah. It really will come down to exactly what the wording of the patent is, I guess, and how much yeah. they can get away with using a similar yeah. idea, but not the exact system. Yeah. And like, I agree with patents for sort of their intended use, how they sort of were originally made, which is basically from my understanding for medicines and drugs, because those like medicines take so long in R and D to actually get it like working mm. that you want mm. to then patent it. So no one else can just get away with st- uh, basically stealing your years and years of research. But when yeah, but even that's been co-opted to the fact where they'll go and make a tiny change to a drug so they can have, Hey, it's, it's different as new repatent yeah. for the next 40 years or whatever it is basically yeah it's yeah. all i don't know all a bit stupid or like yeah. i think you can only hold a patent for so long if it's going to be that if that's going to be the case maybe the length of patents <laughs> should now. be shorter like for yeah, now yeah. um you know disney's doing all it can to continually continuously expend uh shit expand copyright and uh how long it lasts copyright and mm. patents are very different like <laughs> To an extent, they're basically the same concept. You're protecting the idea of something that's yeah. But patents created. are already like I think it's only like ten years on a patent. Pa- patents are way shorter, yeah. Yeah, and you have to like apply for a patent. But so was so was copyright to start with. Copyrights, I'm pretty sure, automatically grant. Um, is copyright automatically granted or trademark the one that's automatically granted? I can't, I can't quite remember. remember. But copyright has mm. been extended to 75 yeah. years after death when it was originally like you know. 20 years after creation or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Then you get into all the legal weird grey area issues that you're getting with um with Sherlock Holmes because like... There's no grey area with that. It's completely public domain. Yes. But like the Enola Holmes movie that came out, hmm. apparently... Um, well, yeah, his, she's an original character. Yeah. So she would come under a new copyright. But, but they're like, oh, she is very, very similar to a character that was in the original books uh, that yeah. isn't in the public domain yet. <laughs> so yeah, it's right. like... So uh, they, got, they got in trouble for that, did they? <laughs> no, but they were like the estate were thinking, like trying to see if there was anywhere to go with that. Oh. <laughs> so it's just <laughs> it's, very odd. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I understand the point behind you know, both you know, copyright, yeah. trademarks, you know, mm. patents and all that sort of stuff, but of it course. comes to a point where you're just completely limiting... Just creativity and growth within your industry, mm. yeah. And it's like I understand that you know you might really like your idea, and you obviously they think that you know this idea um, with this game in the Nemesis system, it's a great idea, and it, as you said, it makes the game unique. Mm. It's but like it's one. If you just kind of <laughs> hold it away from everyone else, it's like come on, like I understand business and money and all that sort of stuff, yeah. but. Think of the industry, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah well, just, you could get some great games out of this system. To be honest, and they but, could, they should just do what they're doing with like the Unreal Engine, for example, is you pay some money to use it and it just 
varies on, you know, how big a company you are. Yeah. Yeah. That would work perfectly for something like this. Yeah. Um, I just found something I wanted to point out quickly. Keep an eye out for copyright because Mickey Mouse expires in 2023. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Two years, with that. <laughs> that could be public domain, or it could be extended again for another yeah, twenty-five that, that's years. A, or something. Yeah. Where's the? Uh, I, I got remind first me in three years. Get <laughs> <laughs> ready for all that really horrible Mickey Mouse content we're going to be getting soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on to the next one. Um, you all remember the uh, the stick drift issues with Joy-Con? Well, it's back again, oh, yeah. this time in a DualSense <laughs> controller near you. Um, Amazing. Yep, so there are now reports of people getting stick drift with, um, with DualSense, the PS5 controller, and apparently it's quite a bit of a process to try to get an RMA on it. You get a bit of the ring around. Oh, you can't don't contact this department. And you have to call these people. I don't call us. You have to email That's, them. That <laughs> like is teething though. Like it's a new issue. It's yeah. going to be a pain in the ass to start with. Like Joy-Con yeah. drift was a pain in the ass to start with. For it still a lot is. People. There's a class action yeah. going on. <laughs> Multiple. Exactly. So like this, this I think will smoothen out and become a little bit easier to claim mm. on. Part, but part it is problem. interesting. Part of the problem with it as well is Sony's just being slammed with like, hey, when can I buy a PlayStation? Hey, when can I buy a PlayStation? Yeah. Hey, you got any yeah. of those PlayStations I can buy? It's just flooded. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. just everything's already so fucked. Yeah. Yeah. But it's um I don't know, it's a hundred like to buy one of these controllers like at full retail, bucks, it's like a hundred and ten Australian bucks um at full retail. Definitely like, didn't spend that much on my second one. Yeah, no, I, I, if I bought a second one, I wouldn't be spending that much on them. But that, that's how much they, that's the RRP of them. Um, yeah, right. Hmm. It's, uh, like, and there's good tech in there. Like, I've been using mine uh, the past week in a game we'll talk about later on. And, like, it fucking, it feels good. It feels quality. You just wouldn't expect this to be happening in that. The Joy-Con, they do feel cheaper. Like, they they are, um, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it doesn't surprise me there's some hardware issues there, but... I don't know. You sort of expect better from PlayStation. Yeah. And I guess I, talking to that point, like it feels like a quality controller, mm. whereas the Joy-Con, they're very light, I guess. And, and you know, for the p- purpose of the fact that it's a portable con- console, mm. but you kind of feel that, like the weight of them, you go, oh, yeah, it's kind of feels lesser because of that fact. Maybe that's just yeah. how my brain works. I go, yeah, it's heavy, <laughs> so it must be quality. Yeah, <laughs> no, w- weight equals quality, of course. Yeah, that's, perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's why. That's why in um, beat old Beats headsets, they were basically hollow shells with literally just chunks of metal to weigh them down to make them feel heavier. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a legit thing. I mean, the, the audio quality, <laughs> the audio quality really does speak to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Have you? Did you manage to get yourself a PlayStation Five, Sean? No, so I oh, the last batch <laughs> oh, just got a released. Story here. Okay. Uh, oh, this is, this is a pain. This is a pain point. So I saw a tweet, and it was eight seconds old that said Big W had just restocked yep. um, on the PS5s. I'm like, sweet you beauty, jump on the site, let's go, get there, sold out. Oh mate, you, you were eight like, seconds too late. Eight <laughs> seconds. I was like, come on. And this tweet was like. PS5 just went up and there was no... I have just saw it eight seconds. No one else liked it. Nothing. Yep. And I'm just like, sweet, let me just get one. Just just one. It's a bit, tons of people, <laughs> Nothing. There, there is a Twitter bot um, that you can find that has a link in it 
to a page that someone set up and that page just auto refreshes screenshots from all the different Australian retailers PS5 pages so you really? just need this one page and you just check that and it checks everywhere and you just go <laughs> I need to get onto that yeah <laughs> I, I still haven't even held the PS5 controller in my hand yeah that's how <laughs> restricted I've been I, I, I've heard the haptic feedback is amazing um, that is not actually a gimmick, and I'm just like, mate, mm. just I need to just hold one of these things in my hands. I need to feel the triggers. I need to see what all the fuss is about. But in terms of console releases, this has been probably one of the worst ones I've ever lived through. Yeah, it is it's just it's, it's so hard for me to give PlayStation or Sony my money. I'm like, do you not want it? Just <laughs> <laughs> I think there's you know obvious reasons about that. It's not, they'll yeah. happily take your money. <laughs> it's just mm, yeah, yeah, hard for them to get stuff to you. Um, yeah. Mm. Alright, let's let's power through and move on. Um Epic has shown off a new feature of I believe um, the next uh version of the Unreal Engine. They are calling it uh Meta Human Creator. Um it is basically a super powerful and super realistic character creator built into the engine for people to be able to game developers to be able to use to create characters for their games. Um, this is like fr- from like the promo page for it. This is a direct quote from there. This is a new tool that will empower anyone to create a bespoke photorealistic digital human fully rigged, complete with hair and clothing in a matter of minutes. And if that, that fully rigged thing is is nuts. Like yeah. this, it's, it's such a good idea for, uh, for the engine itself to have the character creator tools in there. So the character design flow is super fast to be able to move from sketch to working 3d model ready to dump into the game in a matter of like minutes is Mm. really really good josh Um, the real question though do the pause stretch (laughs) it's a video (laughs) game it doesn't matter (laughs) mate it always matters yeah i've learned anything from the boys at corridor it always matters yeah (laughs) um but yeah, I think that's a really cool tool, and I can't wait to see games built in Unreal Engine Five. And yeah, dude, that's awesome! Like, I yeah. hate—I I said I hate it—but it's purely because I was looking at these people who just look too good to be coming yeah. out of like a stock standard yeah. tool. It's, like this, it's weird. I would, I'm going to say he looks probably Japanese. The Japanese guy that they focus on for a second—he looks so real. Yeah, it's crazy. This this guy, the, the African American dude, a bit less so. He looks a bit more generated than the others do i think mm. but, but you know these are all running look... in real time and engine it's not yeah, yeah. it's not post post process but that's what i mean it's like all, it's yeah. fucking weirdly good yeah it's yeah. great i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's only going to get better from here as well oh, yeah, yeah give it a few I, yeah, more years people is, get used yeah. to it and this yeah. is yeah, it's it's pretty wild or whatever so <laughs> that's insane yeah. yeah i'm keen and the fact that it's for devs apparently super easy for them to migrate a game from unreal engine 4 to unreal engine 5 so existing games get all these graphical boosts and power of the new engine plus any new games that start going into development being able just, to you know get these tools it's good literally good pick this up and then slot it into your game yeah because yeah. could you imagine if they you know the character creator that was very in-depth for uh cyberpunk was just that which has more <laughs> oh. more power in it and it's just like a pick it up and slot it in sort of situation that'd be amazing and like previously when i've dabbled in game dev i've i've always used unity it's just sort of the engine that i know but i'm keen to give unreal engine 5 a go when that Mm -hmm. that drops it's supposed to be this year um like that was also it's 
free unless yeah. you start earning yeah. X it's amount a, of dollars. It's the same. The it's the same model yeah. as it's the same model as un, as Unity, where it's like yep. if you're if you don't make any money off your games, you'll never pay them a cent for the engine usage. It's only when you move over a certain yeah. threshold that you start paying like five or ten percent or whatever. So it's free to like Unreal Engine Four. If you have the Epic Game Store, you can just go and download Unreal Engine and have a mess around with it. You just might want to learn a bit of C plus plus before you dive in. Um, from my understanding and yeah all right um our last news story before we get into listener submitted um callum i believe you added this one in i slotted uh, this in right at the end as as we were going along (laughs) yeah yeah i Um, forgot this was the thing until we were talking about something else we were talking about controversies at cd project red and i thought hey wait a second i've got a controversy for you (laughs) (laughs) um the riot ceo is currently being investigated internally by riot uh, now that he is being sued for sexual harassment. Uh, so the investigation was announced after a lawsuit was fired by a former executive assistant at Riot Games accused uh, Laurent, the CEO, of making unwarranted sexual advances and demeaning gender-based comments. So well, like... Interesting to see what will happen out of that because, you know, it's, you know, Me Too movement time. It's all going, you know... Bel- this shit will have ramifications that yeah, it didn't used to 100%. have. Deservingly yeah. so. And so if this guy's found guilty, you probably won't see him as CEO of, uh, of uh, Riot. Yeah. I, or of anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I expect CEO of him his, to be his little startup from his shortly. garage that yeah. dies in two months. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, yeah. It's don't be shit to your employees. It shouldn't be that mm. hard. <laughs> Don't yeah, be a bad simple. person. It's, a, it's an easy <laughs> yeah. mantra to live by, I find. <laughs> yeah. Just be nice. Be good. <laughs> <laughs> or as uh, ex-first lady would say, be best. <laughs> be best. Oh, well, I, I didn't say that quote, I don't think that's great. That, that, was, that was her charity that she started to try and um, get rid of online bullying. Be best. Amazing. Love it. Um, Okay, uh, moving on to our listener submitted news story for the week. If you have a news story you want to shoot through to us, jump onto the Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash heroes productions. That gets you into our Discord, which is free to get into. But if you're a Patreon subscriber, you get some uh, special secret channels, one of which is the news, um, the send us news um, channel where you can shoot stuff through to us to um, just talk shit about. Like we're about to. Um, this yeah, very one, valued opinions on Josh. That's the word you're looking yes, for. Yes, val- valued and educated <laughs> opinions. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Andrew Spinks, who is the co-creator of Terraria, um, has put out on Twitter that basically for no apparent reason um, his Google accounts were suspended. And I believe these were his personal ones, so his personal collection of apps that he'd purchased through um, Google Play, which apparently is like thousands of dollars worth, his his 4K copies of the Lord of the Rings movies, even like all the data in his Google Drive he just cannot get into. His account is locked. Um, trying to alleviate things with Google support and not getting anywhere. So he's like, you know what? Fuck Google. Terraria for Stadia cancelled. Like, that, that, and I think that's fair. Like, come on. That's fucking amazing. I love that it's just like, you know what, you're not going to help me out with my account. I'm just going to stop putting a thing on your platform that you've already killed. (laughs) Exactly. And it's like, this accounts like this, if you're going to get banned, 
or, or your account closed, you need like a clear and concise reasoning as to why, not I'm just sorry. wake up one morning and you can't log in. I just read the last or, or an line. appeals process. I just read the last line of this. He announced he's changed his primary search engine to DuckDuckGo. Yeah. It's just yeah, like the I fucking, like, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I, I have a feud with EA who they don't even know I exist because of my <laughs> Oracle account. But at the same time, just being like publicly, like, I'm moving to DuckDuckGo is the most petty and best <laughs> shit in the world. And I love it so much. Yep. Yep. But <laughs> so also, taking everything. Yeah. From what I hear, DuckDuckGo is a good search engine, nice and private and stuff. It's not personally the one I use. I use Ecosia. I think it's called. That's that the one? tree planting one, isn't it? Yeah, it's the tree planting one. Yeah. Yeah, I put that one too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, fucking just come on. Just I, give I this guy's account so back. Like it makes me scared. I rely on Google Drive. So much of my stuff is in Google Drive. And if I lost access to it, I would be fucked. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much stuff. Not good. Um makes me Mate, this is why you need your own local server rack with you know, a petabyte of storage just so you can have everything backed up locally. You'll be fine. Don't even yeah. worry about it. Yeah, it does make me think like I've got my Plex server. Maybe I um, chuck a petition on that hard drive and use it as a bit of oh, <laughs> extra storage. <laughs> Actually, I um, almost bought a NUC the other day. I'm like, oh. I, <laughs> I was very close and I thought I'd, I stopped it the last second. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alrighty. So that is, um, that's news. Um, now, Sean, special guest. Mm. Um, this is the part where we talk about the games we've been playing, and I believe you've been um, trying to hunt some ghosts. I have. So Phasmophobia just came out with a new update. Uh, mainly it was just sort of directed at the hardest difficulty or professional difficulty. Um, at, before this update, the ghosts, once you sort of know what you're doing, it became very repetitive and very, very easy to hunt ghosts, to collect the evidence that you need, um, and it became quite repetitive. So with this newest update, well, can, um, can I they've just introduced... quickly just get you to jump yeah, back yeah, a bit it. because none of, like, I, I know a bit about Phasmophobia, but none of us on the pod have actually played it, and oh, we haven't had a chance paid. to talk about it yet. I, d- I, oh, understand, okay. I understand the base concepts, but do you want to just talk about quickly at a, at a high level just... What the we fuck were, is phasmophobia? We were, we were planning to do a phasmophobia stream at one stage, but yeah, mm, we're all big year. scaredy boys, apparently. Yeah, yeah, it just sort of <laughs> snuck up on us and didn't really pan out. But yeah, as I say, just, after yeah, reviewing yeah. the medium last week, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, so those of you who don't know, you are basically a ghost hunter. Um, it's your job to go into a specific location that's been haunted. Um, and on a whiteboard in a truck where you start out in the game, you get a set of tasks. And in addition to that, you need to collect certain pieces of evidence to determine what kind of ghost is in whatever haunted location you arrive to. So based on the three pieces of evidence that you collect, that will determine what kind of ghost um is in your location so some ghosts might turn lights on and off and they might leave a fingerprint so you need to use a uv light to look for fingerprints right okay um things might you know you might have a telephone ring um there's there's a whole bunch of pieces of evidence um that you need to pick up and and look for um during your time and that will determine what ghost you're 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 basically trying to identify which is the whole aim of the game yeah, okay. Now, it is so much better playing this in a multiplayer setting. If you're going to go solo, it, it's kind of boring. Um, <laughs> but if you're playing with people, especially new people who have never played before, it's one of the most 
fun experiences I've ever had in my life. That, that's what I've heard. And, and I've also heard like for voice chat, like it's highly recommended to not use Discord, to use the in-game voice chat. Oh, yeah. Okay. From, from, from my so, understanding of it. Yeah. So what the game actually does is it has a feature where it actually listens to your microphone um, and the ghost can actually track where you are, your location in, let's say, the house or a prison or a high school and will actually come running or chasing after you once it goes into what's called hunt mode, um, where you'll see the lights start to flicker and you'll hear, you know, whispers or screams or heartbeat <laughs> sort of. It, feel, it's, it kind of sounds like it's coming from behind you. Um, and it's it's one of the most scary things. If, if you've never experienced it before, it's one of the most terrifying things. Um, but yeah, highly recommend you use the in-game microphones. Mm-hmm. Um, you get little walkie-talkies that you can talk to uh, your, your other players as well. Um, but just be aware that the, the, for the best experience, you want to use the in-game mic because that's when the ghost starts listening to you, starts hunting you, and that's what's going to give you the best experience. Yeah, that's good. Um, I like that a lot. And and again, from from what I've heard, as far as like the in-game mics go, like it is because it's location based. When you are talking, not over radio, and you're just talking, if there's another character in the room with you, you'll sound like you're coming from where you are. Or if you're on the other side of a door, it'll be slightly muffled because you're on the other side of a door and stuff. Like, yeah, that's correct. So, so um, coming from your your character's position in the map. Yeah, so that's that's a hundred percent true. So what happens when the ghost goes into hunting mode sometimes is that they'll close a door. Um and it's one of the funniest things when you're running out of a room just to try to hide and the door closes and your friend's trying to run out behind you <laughs> and then all you hear is muffled screams <laughs> and then they're just dead. That's great. <laughs> so that's fantastic. Absolutely yeah, it's 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 such a fun game. Um yeah. It's yeah. It, it was getting a little bit repetitive, but they tried to increase the difficulty just to try to keep the player base. But hundred yeah, percent, yeah. you guys need to give it a go, especially if you know none of you have played it. It would make for an awesome like video or a stream what, or I'm, just a good experience. From what I hear, as well, VR support. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, no. People have tried it. Apparently, it's it's the game actually gives you a bit of an advantage if you go VR because. You get an extra item slot, so you only get to ha- carry cool. three items on you. In VR, I think it's bumped up to four or five, so you could actually do a lot more in in terms of evidence collecting if you're doing it in VR. But you need to have, you know, the balls to do VR in the first place, <laughs> there's which, the, there's which the I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do I want the extra inventory slots, or do I want to have to do another load of washing for my new pants? Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. But it's 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 a fantastic game. I've I've had nothing but fun with it. it. Even when it gets repetitive, I love bringing new people in and just seeing how they react. You really do see the true character of people when they when they first get into the game. It's it's so fun. Yeah. Um, so awesome. what have they what have they done in this um new new update have they what introduced they? yes <laughs> Sorry, what was that i wish they would um so in 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 the i think second last update they introduced a couple of new maps so now you have um a prison okay um which oh. is absolutely massive um and it's it's just it's really really good you know when the when the door slams shut it's so scary and and Ghosts can open and close doors, so you'll just hear a random door close, and you'll ask your friends, "Was that you?" And you go, "No." You go, "Oh shit!" The ghost is right behind me. Then, um, and then in the most recent update, as I said, they've just sort of tried to make the the ghosts hunting a bit more 
kind of organic um, and just feel a little bit more real, um, especially for the professional players. So when you go into a location, you then you now need to turn on the power in order for the air conditions to come on in order for you to get a an accurate temperature reading. Whereas beforehand, you could just go in and one of the evidence pieces is freezing temperatures when a ghost is nearby. So now they're just trying to make it so you have a few extra things to do, a few extra things to think about to make the game a bit more challenging um, and just give you a better a better experience. Yeah, okay. That's cool. Um, and so they, there's all these different types of ghosts and they always have um, you know, the, the same sort of sets of clues as to as to what ghost is haunting you. So can you start to like rote learn the monsters so once you know okay it's 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 fogging up my breath it's leaving fingerprints it's turning on the tap it's this one without even trying to look it up like is that something yeah so people who play it religiously um you know i don't know how there there, there are a lot i don't know how many i think there was like maybe 12 ghosts i think don't quote me on that but there are a lot of ghosts and 12 no more no less (laughs) (laughs) Pixel Sean says, <laughs> um, and there are yeah, you get three pieces of evidence per go. So, and th- there are a lot of pieces of evidence that are available um, to right. collect, but there's only three in one location. So you're looking for multiple pieces of you know. Th- so you might be looking for a fingerprint, but in this particular run through a map, there might never be a fingerprint. So you need to go back to your truck, pick up another item, yeah, and okay. try to look for something else. So. Once you get to about two items, um, you put those pieces of evidence in a journal and then you you can sort of, you get a description of each ghost in your journal as well. So you can say, okay, I've got these two pieces of evidence that now, you know, narrows it down to these, you know, last four, you know, these last four ghosts. Um, and you can sort of kind of Is guess it- from there because each ghost had their own behavioral sort of characteristics yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once you have your third piece of evidence, there's only one ghost that's actually remaining, um, yep. and that's always going to be the one that you found. Are, are okay. the yeah. pieces of evidence fairly randomly generated, or yeah, yeah, okay. it's always randomly generated. So um, if yeah, so if you let's say you have one of the spirit boxes where it's something where you can verbally communicate with um, a ghost. Mm-hmm. So you ask this, you ask it questions like, "How old are you? Where are you? Um, uh, you do you, you want you to attack?" Actually, like, actually vocalize that into the microphone you talk to the ghost and then it will respond back sometimes there's also there's also speech recognition that's yeah (laughs) so on on this um on this it's called a spirit box so it's basically kind of like a walkie-talkie with the screen on it so if you say do you want to attack sometimes the ghost will say attack back and it will actually display on the screen so you know it's a hostile ghost then there's also a ouija board that you can find in some locations and you can ask it things like, how old are you? And it will move the, the cup to a particular name, or a particular age. You can ask for its name. You can ask whether it wants to hurt you and it will say yes or no on the Ouija board. That's cool. You can even ask for its location and it will start spelling out, you know, garage, kitchen, living area. So it's actually, it, it's quite communicative with a go. So there's, uh, from my memory, there aren't too many games that have done it to this kind of that's, level. Yeah, that's really cool. Hmm. <sighs> Why does why does horror it's, have to have all these cool mechanics? I fucking hate horror. Because horror is great, Josh. I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> have you finished the medium it's, yet? Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't got back to it. Yeah, exactly. Why <laughs> <laughs> I'm making Josh? That, that spooky ballerina labyrinth monster will definitely get slayed at some stage, but at the moment it'll just haunt my dreams. Okay. 
really want to try phasmophobia but i also really don't <laughs> it's it's good fun but yeah as i said you play it a whole bunch of times and the um the novelty kind of wears off yeah. but um you know for i think i probably put maybe 20 30 hours in there and the first few hours are just always the most scary it's just I've never experienced anything like this. I'm just like, whoa. Like, <laughs> if, if, <laughs> it was just crazy. I, I do want to try in VR one day. Um, I'm just still trying to muster my courage up for that. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a headset? No, not yet. So I'm just trying to um, Suss it all yeah, look for one as well. But if, if I were to get a headset, Phasmo would be yeah, the first one I'll get into. Yeah. Um, it, it's just apparently it's just it just takes the experience to a whole new level, especially when... Um, you go into a high school map, and this is one of the biggest maps in the game, so people like to split up. I hate doing that. <laughs> Don't split um, the party. <laughs> yeah. But this is the thing. Some ghosts only respond to people who are alone. Uh, yeah, okay. So like you, there are so there's some situations where you're in the biggest map, and you're on a, a hallway by yourself. It's dimly lit. And then you hear the grudge, you know, uh, <laughs> in the background, and you're just like, "Oh my god, this oh, is yes. horrible!" But it, it's so fun. I, I yeah, definitely give it a go. I, I think you guys will. We're, love we're it. doing it, Josh. I, I've got my heads. I will. Yeah. I will pull out the VR headset, <laughs> and we'll do this. I'll do it in After VR. Just- <laughs> I'll actually I don't play trust my your VR computer. You, your computer. You need a better. Gra- get a graphics card. Get your 3080. <laughs> I'm trying to. They won't let me buy one. Right. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm just think of the extra item storage <laughs> for the VR. That, they'll, they'll get you through it. Perfect. That's all I need. Extra <laughs> items. All right. Um, I'm, I'm pretty let- keen after after that talk up. I'm I'm hyped to play some Phasmophobia. <laughs> I'll be honest. That sounds do real it. good. All right. Let, let's have a bit of a change in tone. Tone, shall we? Um, <laughs> I've been playing. <laughs> I, I've uh, been playing the new PlayStation Five exclusive Destruction All Stars. Um, I forgot that this was coming out. Otherwise, I would have played it for this week. Yeah, um, completely. Definitely grab it. So it is currently free in PlayStation Plus, and I believe it's free for two months. So it's February and March. So you have got a cool. bit of time to grab it up before it goes to full price. Um, so this was initially going to be a launch title for the PlayStation, but they, um, delayed it and decided rather than charging full price, they will, they will chuck it in, um, PlayStation plus. So that's, um, that's cool. And I think that was definitely the right decision. Um, Mm. by delaying it, it gives more people the chance to even get their hands on a console and, um, Mm. And putting a PlayStation Plus means more people will buy it because I would definitely not be playing full price for this game. It doesn't feel yeah. like it deserves that. Um, for those who don't know, it's... Look, I guess it, the best allegory is it's trying to be the new Rocket League, um, yeah. but rather than soccer, it is a it is a destruction derby and there are, there are a few different game modes. But the other thing that I... I guess I wasn't really expecting it to have but also makes perfect sense is it is also a hero-based game so there are 16 different oh, okay. characters in it and when you start the match you pick who your character is and they each have their own ability and their own hero car um and you can get in and out of the cars that's that's part of this so your car gets destroyed or it's on low health you can jump out run around find a new car because cars are always spawning in around the map different types of cars whether it's a big like a big truck or a small little sports car you know with different weights and speeds and you know better at doing different things depending on what it is you're trying to do um you've got you've got your two abilities that charge up 
they slowly trickle over time or there are like shards scattered around the map and if you're the person so if you're out of the car and running around that's the only way to pick up shards um that helps Mm -hmm. charge them up faster um as as a person you have two base abilities which is just dodge or attack or then your special unique one to your character like there's one who you know um starts shooting fire out from their heels and leaves a file trail trail behind them as they run sort of thing or um one who their ability gives them the um they can double jump for a small period of time that sort of thing um and then you the other thing that you charge up is your hero car um you can spawn your hero car only you can grab that no one can take that off you um and your hero car has its own ability to again do different things um my favorite character is a guy named blue fang um his hero car has like big like circular saws out the front which when you activate that they like instantly destroy another car when they touch but when you're using them i feel like you go a lot slower and they don't last very long when the ability is active you're gonna pop it right when you're next to someone yeah basically as you're about to hit Mm. somebody you pop that ability instant annihilation which is lots of points Um, um So the main game mode is a free-for-all, 16, pe- 16 players. Um, it's like six minutes on the clock. And a free-for-all? Just... I thought this was a, like a, it felt there, like there's a team diff- thing. There's different game modes. So there oh, are okay, some that sorry. are team-based. <laughs> so the base one um, that I've probably spent the most time in is the free-for-all. It's called Mayhem. It's 16 players. Um, you're out on your own. Um, you just get points for doing different things. If you hit a car, that's a couple of points. If you hit it with more force, that's a bigger hit. You get more points for that. If you destroy a car, um, that's, you know, more points again. And there's a difference between an annihilation and a, and a wreck. A wreck is destroying the car, but you haven't killed the character. But if you destroy the car with enough enough force and damage, that's an annihilation. That also KOs the player. That's like triple the mm. damage of a wreck on its own. We're seeing an annihilation on the screen now. Um, there are There's you know single player play against the bots mode or there's online i spent most of my time online that's probably my biggest thing that i'm not a fan of about at the moment is there's no australian servers um that's the worst so you're limited to um europe uh the us or japan i've been playing on na for the most part without without too much problem i've actually won a couple of the of the free-for-all modes um so would, it just, would, would, you need to get used to the lag a bit yeah. as you go. Um, so say, would Japan or NA be better? I don't know. I ha- I've only tried Japan a couple of times, and I've always struggled yeah. to find a match. Um, okay. I might give it another go. Um, there's also the weird thing about the voice chat in the game. I've heard it's been patched, but when I first started playing, like the voice chat was just on by default. Um, yeah, I was, I was going to ask you about that, yeah. whether they um, actually fixed that, because that, that was a big complaint that a lot of yeah, people had. Yeah, so just, I don't... Everything was on. Yeah, and- apparently it's been patched, but I manually turned it off because, like, every time you went into a match, my controller started talking to me because everyone's microphone... Because there's a microphone in the oh, controller, God, so yeah. I was just using that. So I went into, like, the system settings on the PlayStation and turned it all the way to game so there was no audio coming out of the controller. And then every time mm. I booted up the PlayStation, I just made sure I pushed the mute button on the controller so no one could hear me but apparently that's been patched and it's not on by default now anymore or something along those lines so that that should be a problem set it to be defaulted mute on your controller in the playstation settings as well okay cool that that that's probably a good idea turns on at mute instead of on so yeah there there are four game modes in the game um mayhem Mm -hmm. is the free for all 16 player one they're all 16 players um 
the that's the one I spent the most time with. The other one, my second most played one, is a team-based one, 8v8, called Carnado. Um, in this one, there is a big, like, tornado in the center of the map. Uh, it doesn't move, it just sits there. Um, and as you go around and deal damage, you're banking you're accruing points or gears that are stored in your car and to bank those points for your team you need to drive your car into the tornado at the in the middle of the map and the amount of gears that you store like it's almost like a tiered system like the first section is like one and then once you get a bit more than you go to five then once you get a bit more you go to 15 and then 30 and then 50 and then 80 so like it stacks the longer you hold on to them for Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you could get to 15 and drive it in or you could hold on to the 15, go just one more block up, and now you have 30. So you're playing that, that do I hold on to this and risk my car getting destroyed and losing all these points for my team, or do I bank them now? Mm. Um, um, the other thing I forgot to mention as well, your car ha- every car has just two base abilities, a, a boost to charge forward or like a, a jot to the side, which um char- which charge up over time again is like a way of like dealing damage to the cars around you mm-hmm. um so yeah carnado is my favorite team-based one there's another one called stockpile i've only played one game mode of it and i struggled to really figure out how it works there's like almost like points on the map that you need to hold and i think that's where you need to turn in the turn in the points but i, I couldn't quite figure it out it was hard to find a game ma- a match for that and the other one i can't remember what it's called but it's a lot like um, that mode from Fall Guys, the the hexagon, where like the bottom of the map drops out, the hexagons drop out. Ah, it keeps yeah. falling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's that, but you're in a car, so you have to avoid dropping off the edges. And you have like mm. in that one, you don't respawn unless you've like dealt enough damage to earn a respawn. But by at launch, when you launch in, you have no respawn. So it's an elimination, last person standing wins. Yeah. Um, yeah so I've spent a lot of time i've I played a lot of this this week it's a good one to just because of the fast boot on playstation just i've oh, got 20 minutes i'll play a couple games sort of thing as opposed to doing longer sessions um you find the mm. characters that you like i say my favorites are, are blue fang he's the one with the shredders or lupita she's the one who does the fire her car also does fire trails and that deals dot over time if anyone drives through the fire but there's there's one out there who's got like a sonic um who does like a sonic boom who's um cars like covered in speakers and their ability just as like an aoe around them there's one who's got a big shield so when you activate it shield comes down and you deal a lot more damage on direct direct collisions and stuff as well as you're taking less damage from the front um i believe as well all the characters like in the lore are from different countries and my understanding is when they were designing them they sent out like um requests to like famous like comic and graphic um graphic novel character designers in those areas say hey design us a character for to represent your country in our game sort of thing is my understanding i Mm. haven't fact checked that but that is something i heard and honestly wouldn't surprise me there are some pretty crazy designs in there that's cool Um, to do that yeah but yeah it it looks slick the um because it's a playstation it's only on playstation 5 at the moment i'm not sure if it's going to come to pc i feel like for this thing to really hang around it needs to come to pc Mm. with crossplay um but it's got that force feedback in the triggers of the playstation 5 when you first like climb onto a pedestal and jump in your car you pull the trigger and you have got like that uh, sort of thing as you like shoot off the edge like it has got that it's yeah i i I like the feeling of it um 
yeah, it's just fun, and I wanna I wanna try and because both you, Callum and Nick, have PS5s. I'd love to try and get a, a bit of a team stream going on between us. Yep. Um, play mm. some Carnado. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely jump on it if you have a PlayStation Five, and um, and yeah, give give it a go. It takes a little bit to like get the feel of it. I found I played I first got it and I played a few rat matches. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm doing in, I'm not doing great at this i'm not really feeling it but i just sort of played a few more and then i'm like oh i'm doing better and better and better and i'm now winning matches so yeah cool. i was gonna ask do you think it will have the same longevity as as rocket league <sighs> i don't know rocket league is just if, so... if they could open up to pc and, yeah, and stuff but... I, I don't know rocket league is so basic that it's like yeah. there's it's if you say to describe Rocket League, it's just it's soccer with cars that can mm. fly. Everyone instantly sort of has an idea of what that is. This yeah. is just that little bit more gamified, and the fact that you've got all these characters with their abilities and there are pickups, and there's a bit of like free like parkour and climbing around the map when you're an right. when yeah. you're a character. So the, the the barrier to entry is a bit higher. A, in this a game. little bit, but also like yeah. you can hand it to but somebody. At the same time, you just say yeah. it's just a destruction derby of where you go yeah. and that sort of yeah it's a destruction box, derby with yeah. some with some special cars in there so that there yeah. there is a bit of that in there as well like mm. yeah i don't, i guess it's a, a time will tell sort of thing if they can if they can maybe rotate rotate in and out some game modes maybe add some more characters um if it needs better customization i think because there are like skins mm. and stuff but currently all the skins are just color swaps it's just, yeah. it's just, uh, okay. it's just. That, that's something that'll expand over time, though. Yeah, I'd love some. I'd mm. love some like proper like elite skins that actually change the models and add some extra bits and pieces here and there, or car customizations and stuff to make things look a bit different. Because like yeah. all the cars when they spawn in are just like white, and when you when your character gets in a car, it like dissolves and goes like the color scheme of the character that you're playing uh, um okay. so that that that's cool so like if it if your character had a cool skin if it dissolved and changed you know the suv to be the suv but now it's got some horn sticking off the front of it or something because that's skin you're using mm. that would mm. be sick um yeah so yeah there's a, there's a i think it needs a little bit of you know work to properly like make make it a stayer but i think it yeah. could potentially get there if if mm. if it just gets that little bit of love, I'd love some more localized servers as well. Give me give me AU servers, yeah. Please, I, again, <laughs> I, I think that's probably something that'll come as well once it lives a bit longer and there's yeah, an pa- idea of what's going to happen. I had a, I had a search online and I think they're they're looking into it. Um, yep. from what I could see, so that would be good. Yeah, yeah. fingers crossed. That sounds it sounds really good. I I did really want to play this and I just mm. completely forgot just it was a it. thing. Pay, like it looks it yeah. looks fun. Yeah. That's it. It just so, looks Sean, so much fun. Get a PlayStation Five, Callum. You've got a PlayStation Five. <laughs> just get one, mate. What are you doing? Just let let, let me just get on that right yeah, now, good, mate. Good. <laughs> and then um, right the shop, walk down to the store. There you go. Easy peasy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Pick, pick one up. There. They got them at like you know impulse buys. They're right there next to the <laughs> yeah, chocolate yeah. bars at the checkouts. <laughs> <laughs> is that where they're hiding? No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no one knows. They're at Woolies only. Yeah. All right. I will go and buy my PlayStation Plus membership again. Yeah, that, and, that's um, that's the other thing I did. I went in on a year of that, so see what else yeah. comes out over the next year. Because picked up like con- I think Control is currently in there as well. Um, oh yeah, you finally got to be able to play that now, or yeah, hopefully I, ha- I haven't downloaded or boot up. I'm still a bit soured from the 
P- PC experience around that. Yep. <laughs> oh, look, I'll finally mm. go and play bloody Persona 5 as well if I get the PlayStation Plus. Yeah, that, that's, I've downloaded that as well. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I've, I've come to the realization over like the last week that I wasn't that far in. I can just restart it and just it won't restart take it. me that much time. <laughs> just restart it. <laughs> I know, I didn't want to because I was maybe six, seven hours in. I'm not too sure. But realistically, that's still the first dungeon, so <laughs> I can go back and, and still go and do it all, yeah, I guess. You're fine. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, we've been the Hero 7 Podcast. You can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Hero 7 Pod. Go check out the description of this podcast or this Twitch stream in the doobly-doo. You'll find the Patreon links, all the links to the social medias, and the Discord link. Discord is the place to be if you want to get in on the community, have a chat with the people around it. Um, you can find me personally at Hit That Rowdy on any of the social media platforms. Uh, I'm at Spazarus. You can do the same with me. And at this point, I am looking next Tuesday to do another stream here on the Heroes Tavern Twitch channel, uh, continuing my um, Pathfinder Kingmaker playthrough because I, re- nice. I had a really good time with it. And um, I haven't touched. I've been. I want to play more of it, but I'm like, I'm, I want to play it on stream. I think I'm going to make it a stream game. So yeah, cool. I've done the tutorial. I've done the tutorial. Um, I'm going to play it next week on stream and then I'll talk about it next week on the podcast, I think, properly. Sean, where can people find you if they want to after this? Yes, I'm on all platforms just under Pixel Sean, so it's S-H-A-U-N. The ah, correct, the correct spelling. spelling of Sean. <laughs> ah, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, just Pixel Sean on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, you know, just search that and I'll, I'll come up. So I've got Pixel Sean on basically every every platform. So if you Perfect. do want to uh, find me, I'll be under that name. I'll make sure that your at least your Twitter handle is in the description of the podcast so people, I'm sure, can go yeah. to your Twitter and then there's links out from there to your other places. Yep, yeah. easy. Awesome. And you're cool. in the Discord as well. So jump in the Discord yeah. and you can chat with all of us. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. All right, well, we'll see you next week. Cool. No see worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks. Cheers for coming on, mate. Loved it. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.